0: How the hell do you say his Reddit name? Dysonij? Dyson Dyson? I'll, i I like that. That that would be my guess. Dysonij. Dice Dysinij? probably. Dysinos. It looks like I a word it. in reverse, but it's not. Jumanji. Jumanji.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome, everyone, to Episode 7 of The Pen and the Drum. I'm Johan Sebastian. I'm Sanders. And I'm the Fifth
0: Element. What's up, gentlemen? How you doing this evening? Doing quite well. Yeah, chilling like a villain. Ready for Episode 7, The Force Awakens. (laughs) Oh, shit, yes. Yeah. So I just want to
1: welcome any new listeners that uh, might be listening to the podcast for the first or second time here. We are... Part of making hip-hop a uh, subreddit on reddit we're at reddit.com slash r slash making hip-hop or you can go to making hip-hop.com and yeah we're the podcast of the making hip-hop community the pen and the drum and we the like delegates yeah the representatives yeah and uh we we like to play music from uh the forum there and we like to talk about pokemon cards topics that are raised Uh, on the forum about how to make hip-hop so if you're a rapper or producer that's coming up or uh, there's some visual artists as well and you're looking for a way to improve your skills um, you've come to the right place so check out makinghiphop.com and I just want to take a minute to introduce us it's been a few episodes since we kind of let you know who we were so yeah I'm Johan Sebastian I'm in Philadelphia and I'm uh Mostly a producer, but I'm also an engineer. I work at a studio out in Westchester called Tribe Sound Records. And uh, I do a lot of production on my own. I mean, most of my stuff that I'm interested in on the, the forum are talking about gear and technical stuff. But also, like, um, you know, I don't know, beat making, musical stuff too. I make a lot of music besides just hip hop. So I'm, I'm down for getting into a little theory or whatever with people, you know?
0: Gotta be. Yeah. And uh, I'm Sanders. I run beatbreakdown.net, the beatbreakdown channel on YouTube. Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We just sort of take apart classic tracks, show you what went into them, show you how to uh, take some tricks and some techniques from uh, the classics from the greats from the legends
1: they're laid out very clearly it's very easy to follow along and I would think even if you weren't using machine like you do um, you'd be able to do it in your own system oh, too yeah. beat I breakdown's so. great
0: yeah so I've definitely also got a, a producer bent to the things I'm interested in but I, I do rap on occasion I am interested in those things
2: Cassandra so, has them bars
0: yeah had some old raps very recently featured on here. Was that two episodes ago or last one? I, I think it was two, two episodes ago. I think ago. it was a yeah. big ago. listening okay. part. Yeah, two of them. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to go in there. That was a surprise to me. That <laughs> was dope, though. The people oh, wanted on. it. You got to give the people what they want. The people wanted
1: it. You're right. You're right. We need to highlight that piece of history. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, yo, what up? It's your boy, The Fifth Element, that's T-H-A, number five, T-H-Element, a.k.a. Rhonda got knocked the fuck out, a.k.a. (laughs) I'm Mr. Transformer extraordinaire with the production, MCN, a little bit of engineering, some graphic work, and on a great day, some videography. Holla at me.
1: (laughs) Foo-yakasha. Man, Man, I got to work on my introduction skills. (laughs) No, we're both
0: just like... We just meander through. He hits hard. Do you get consulting or? Uh, do you, do yeah, man. What's your hourly uh, that's, rate? Yep. <laughs> Can you uh, workshop us on our intros, please? Yo, I got you, dog.
1: <laughs> so yeah, tell the people a little bit about your day to day. You did Beat Fighter earlier, right? Yeah. So
2: Beat Fighter, for those of you unfamiliar, it's a beat battle a la that one crate digging YouTube show. That we're not going to talk about because they
1: sold out at one point. So, anyways. Hey, the new ones are great, though. Organized oh, noise, okay. they totally left the sprite thing behind. Oh, nice. Good. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Cool. The organized noise, hopefully it means they're back on it.
2: I think so. that uh, one's was great. Y- you hurt me once, so I don't come back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I competed. It's a four-way beat battle with three random samples. And uh, I spent, like, the first 30 to 45 minutes making a beat that I wasn't going to use. And then started over, and kind of got like lost in this one little piece. Really, and it was probably really annoying for anyone listening, because it was just moving. <laughs> wow. But yeah, and then uh, it all started coming together. Nice. And then cool. podcast time.
0: Yeah. Yep. Back to back. What a day. Long day. Hip hop.
2: Hip hop for life. <laughs>
1: Yes, I want to kick off the music with a track from Elixa. This one's from his new beat tape, Cafe Con Leche. And you can download it for free on Bandcamp. Or he has like $5 painted cassettes on there. Um, Yeah, they're like spray painted. They look pretty cool. And he says on his post, um, he says, usual shout out to the IRC. He says, this is my biggest release in a while. And I'm really glad it's finally out here. Thanks to everyone who listens to it. I hope you enjoy um so yeah here it is this is don't want from alexa's cafe con leche
2: shout out to the irc Over one of yeah, these, that just needs a smooth, Mm-hmm. Did Like, it's, it reminds me of the Kanye, like earlier Kanye type beat. Totally, not the drums so yeah. much, but the chops for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. and he took the, 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 the chops and the chipmunk somehow. Yeah. He did chipmunk without it being played out, which right?
2: Usually, is these days, yeah, right? Still he did very well. pleasant. and it wasn't too yeah. complex or nothing. It was dope.
1: And uh, the breakdown was nice, and then when it kicked back in, it felt really good. So, you Mm -hmm. know, the structure was good, too.
2: Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, I remember peeping that tape
1: out. The whole thing was
2: pretty solid. Well done, sir.
1: So, a few episodes ago, what episode was it? Maybe four? uh, We had uh, Dr. Bobby Banner, MPC, on the show, and we talked about throwing shows or... Um, how to find shows, how to perform in shows, and um, it went long. It was a long episode, but if you haven't heard it and you haven't played a show yet, and you're looking to do that, you should go back and listen to it because I think um, there was a lot of good stuff talked about. And uh, user Sir Diggy uh, recently had his first show, and he and I think he did a lot of things right, and he reported back with a a, a thread on the forum. So. um just want to kind of like see what he said here. We don't have to read it all, but he was opening up for Cappadonna from Wu-Tang and he said it went pretty well. So, he took off the day of the show and didn't go to work that day and he slept in, you know, and he practiced, which is like smart. Like people work a full day and they get home at like six yeah. and they're trying to be at sound check by seven and it's like, I don't uh, know. Like
0: I feel, yeah, I feel like we definitely said to like make a day yeah. of it. If you can. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I can. guess sometimes it's impossible, but yeah. shout out to him. That was very wise.
1: Yeah. And um he said he like showed up early and there was no one there but the promoter and the DJ, so he got to talk to both of them. So the night of when he got there, like he knew what was going on when it was his set and he was ready for it. And once he got up there and like like everything clicked the second the DJ hit the play button. So um So, yeah, I mean, showing up in the middle of the show, a lot of people do that, and it's like, it's real tough.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just true, because everyone's like, people, once the shit starts to, like, figure out who you need to talk to, where you need to go, it can be almost impossible. Yeah. And then everyone's pissed at you anyway, because you weren't there.
1: Yeah. You got to get there beforehand, right? You know? So, (laughs) and he said Capadano was great. He was really engaging, a veteran, you know? Sounds like a very solid first show yeah that's like, a, a damn good respect. first show it doesn't usually go that well so <laughs> like
0: a good headliner a good experience good effort on his part so. yeah
1: his username and his twitter handle is SirDiggy underscore so uh, he has some video of of him from the show up there and Cappadonna um, freestyling at the end so uh, if you want to check that out uh, check out his twitter um, so yeah let's get back to some music
2: alright yo what uh so this track right here by your boy Andrew Clay, a.k.a. user A Kidder. This track is called Day Job, and you could catch it on the Making Hip Hop Top Cut 6. It's off of his Life Alert EP. Excellent project. Dude's got bars. Recommendation, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Play that shit. I used to be cool, only getting cooler. AC's the initials, there's Mueller.
3: No days off, spittin' till it pay, got no day job, so I can't quit it anyway. I used to be cool, only gettin' cooler, AC's the initials, Ferris Bueller. No days off, spittin' till it pay, got no day job, so I can't quit it anyway. I used to watch cartoons, eat the and Crunch, now I'm bending bitches over like they have a hunch. Sing my own hooks, cause a feature would've cost too much, never want a 9 to 5, I don't want a clock to punch. I know my dentist on a first name basis, asked him for a grill, he hit me with the braces. Velcro straps on the kicks, no laces, bank account geese spitting heat dough raises, blow white smoke when the Pope trades places. Yeezys on my feet, JK, rock, Asics, doctored up the beat, take a seat like Patience, game Unlocked. We don't need combinations Rollie on my dad's wrist fossil on my own Colder than the Rockies like I'm boxing with Stallone Yeah, I'm ballin' with Malone dropping bombs, not a drone Cream color on the whip like it's dropping from a cone I used to be cool, only getting cooler AC's the initials, there's Bueller No days off, spin till it pay Got no day job, so I can't quit it anyway I used to be cool, only getting cooler. AC's the initials, there's Bueller. No days off, spitting till it pay. Got no day job, so I can't quit it anyway.
0: Yeah, that first verse was pretty insane. Yeah.
1: That
2: shit was
0: dope, though. Uh, nice
1: beat from Big O Soul. Yeah. Big O! Yeah. Alright, I want to talk about another thread, um, that, uh,. User blackout music uh, post on the floor, what does it mean to be cheesy? and uh I don't know people say like all the time like corny or cheesy or you know whack Ho- it's everywhere. hopefully they're not saying it about
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the most common criticism almost Sure well,
2: cheesy is the broadest thing. what's cheesy to one person isn't actually cheesy to other people, you know sure, yeah, very true.
1: It's pretty subjective,
2: yeah,
0: extremely. I don't know what, you, what do you think, fifth?
1: Uh, nah, man. It's like for me, it's
2: I don't know. Cheesy is like that level right below. You're allowed to put that song out if that makes sense. Like, right? Like, there's a bunch of cats who are like they'll have great concepts of the tracks and they'll they'll do really well, you know, overall. But their sound choice isn't very good. Or, you know, something's off that's, like, you shouldn't have put that out yet. It's still cheesy. Like, that right. to me, like, yeah, once it sounds so good like and I consider bad, it a beat, of. right, yeah, right. it's like, you're almost there, but you didn't make it. I mean. Mm. Maybe
1: unpolished?
2: When it doesn't have to, no, because I'm sure when you guys make beats, you're halfway through, it doesn't sound like a cheesy beat. Right. But it's, like, you know. I see. Yeah, yeah, that that's where it stops being like a technical thing and it starts being more of like a hearing it. Like, does this sound? Does this sound choice work for what I'm trying to do with this melody or whatever it is, and mm. making everything mesh and mm-hmm. not using that like shitty string that would have sounded way better had you used a fuller one, yeah. or right, piano right, right. or something
0: instead. That's a very good point.
2: So, that's where I draw the line of cheesy.
1: Sometimes I feel like it's a matter of um, not doing something just because you can. You know, yeah. like right. when you're still in the decision parts of making your beat or like your process, or maybe you're still figuring out how to do it even. And you're like, oh, I can do all this with automation and I can do all of this and I can do this with 808s. And it's like, there's like the possibility of what you can do. And then there's having good taste to like realize, yes. like, does it sound good, you know? Doesn't right.
0: have a purpose? That's a good point too, damn.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think... um
2: it's super important to not have to rely on somebody to be your filter. I think that's a, a really big, important skill to have. Yeah. And the best way to, com- you know, figure it out is compare your, what you want to put out against somebody who you think you're better than and hear, or somebody at the same level as and hear how their product sounds. Yeah. And then compare that way. Cause I mean, you know, when something's dope or not, and if you can't objectively look at your own music, eh, Yeah. Good luck.
0: But that is something you can develop, and you have to develop. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Right. One thing I will say, cheesy, for y'all rappers, the simple similes, overused rap cliches, shit metaphors. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Bottles, models. come.
2: Uh. Like, if your flow is so good, it that literally doesn't matter what you say, a la future, or that dude that does a cha-cha song. Like, I'm pretty sure that dude does Dr. Seuss rhymes. And it still sounds cool because his flow <laughs> was on point.
1: But if your flow isn't that good. Or if you call yourself a lyricist. You know, if that's your thing. Right. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, come on, bro.
1: All right. Let's have a go round. Worst pet peeve rap lyric. Uh, I would say mine is when people talk about the third eye or use the word overstand. Fucking hate that shit. Overstand. Yeah, man, I've never heard that. <laughs> Who says nah. that? Real deep cats. I've heard that before. deep dudes. Like dudes who think they're on some elevated thinking kind of stuff. Oh. You know? I mean, I love me some Joey Badass, but the whole third eye thing is like way overplayed like these days. You know? Everyone's using their fucking third eye. You know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: What about you, Fifth?
2: Oh, dude. It'd have to be um, the, just the cliche weed raps. Weed raps. Yeah. Like just the cliche ones. Like. Pusha T does coke raps, and he's been doing nothing but coke raps the last however many years he's been rapping, like 30 or something crazy. And he's still creative, so it sounds dope. He's still an amazing single-subject-matter rapper. And he's Mm
1: -hmm. now the president of Good Music as well.
2: Yeah, and he's coming up in the (laughs) world. As of last week. (laughs) Dope boy getting real money now. (laughs) But, uh, But yeah, like, don't use... The shitty weed lyrics are so annoying. I am so fly
1: coming down the sky.
2: You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> stupid shit.
1: You're a big Wiz Khalifa fan then?
2: <laughs> I you know what? No, I do like <laughs> I have songs I like, but
1: <laughs> Do you ever do you have a pet peeve, Sanders? A particular uh
0: I mean cliche. Uh, I always make fun of like when we'll be at open mics and people say shit like Spiritual, lyrical, uh, physical, residual, like, uh, lyrical, miracle. Just all those funny-ass rhymes that people say. Yeah. Uh, vernacular, spectacular vernacular. Always cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a guy, there's a local guy who has, says that in, like, three songs, and I laugh every time I hear it.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like, I remember my first raps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, you want to listen to some uh reege? Yeah.
2: Yeah, boy.
0: All right. Well, next up, we got the winner of Cypher Volume 44. It's Reed with his track... It don't stop. It's still vivid, running through the six
3: with my woes getting lifted. Listening to pros, spit the gift had me wishing that I could get these holes and the whips. I was addicted to the life that this hip hop depicted. Cop that fell in a mic, I would write and try to kick it when it didn't sound right. Took the script and I flipped it. Practiced every night, getting tight and getting good now. Building up hype, they know my name in the hood now. Then nothing was the same. Head first into this game. I was thirsty for the fame and well-versed in spitting flame. Overcame the dread once I hopped up on that stage and the heads gave me props and the girls smiled and waved it's hard to explain you can't beat that rush most people that you meet will never feel that much so when the kick drops and big ol start breaking up chops i gotta spit it from the top we just making hip-hop it don't stop yeah and it goes on and on it don't stop yeah yeah we making hip-hop it don't stop yeah And it goes on and on It don't stop What up, Big O? We eat
2: (laughs) That's dope (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was fire Reed, you killed a man (laughs) You fucking killed him (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that shit was tight though, yo
1: Yeah Big O you can uh, follow Reeg on Twitter at the Real Reej if you want to check out more of his stuff. So user, user CircleMath <laughs> uh, posted on on the forum asking um, about headphone recommendations, and a bunch of people responded. I thought it was worth bringing up. I just want to ask what you guys use and have used in the past, and what what you guys really like.
0: Uh, well, right now I'm recording on the HD two eighty Pros. Yeah. Um, Those are pretty, those are my, those have been my sort of workhorse for a long time.
1: Yeah. Uh, And those are closed, uh, closed earphone ones, right? Closed back. Yep.
0: Yep. And you can get them. They're like right at 100 or below. I think, I think I only ever paid 80, 90 bucks for them, but yeah. They've treated me well for a number of years. Very good uh, entry level budget option.
2: Word. I, uh, I have a pair of Sure, uh, SRH four four zero some shit. I don't know. They're like DJ headphones. They're pretty
1: cool. Sure, DJ ones.
2: Yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, I don't really like using them for long term. They're not that comfy, but they get yeah. really you know flat yeah. sound, which is nice. These two eighties yeah. are not uh, comfortable
0: either. I will say, for long term,
2: I'm gonna. G- yeah, like uh, these Skull candies I got in right now are my truth though, like twenty bucks, and yeah. I've I've been on them for so long that I can mix a court like you know to compensate. for yeah, I was for gonna what say that's
0: you could learn to mix on them. Have you learned to mix on them? Yeah, I've
2: uh, dude. Like every challenge I've done has been anything I've streamed has been on these headphones. Wow, really? Yeah, that's
0: impressive. Honestly.
2: Oh, thanks, man. Oh, and the the mixing challenge too.
0: Oh, yeah. And you've been rocking the Beyer Dynamics, right? Uh, yeah,
1: so I've got Beyerdynamics DT770s, and I used to, for a long time, I use uh, 7506s, the Sony MDR-7506s. How are
0: those? I've seen those. I've never actually I, used them. I They've really loved them, forever.
1: and then I, like, moved to these, and I, like, realized what, you know, another $100 worth yeah. of headphones can give you. I mean, they're really good. Um, they're definitely this a standard of, like, a standard studio headphone mm-hmm. can. So. I mean, I think what this list shows people like the Sennheiser HD two eighties, if you don't get the pro, um, it's probably 80 or 90 bucks. The Audio Technica HT or the uh, M50s, if you get the M50s, not the M50X, like the classic M50, you're probably in that 80 90 range. Yeah. If you get the original AKG K240s, not the Make 2s, which I have a few links listed in the show notes here of pe- what people have responded. But if you get those original ones, that's probably in the 80 to $90 price range. Like there's this really great brand of options right. Below one hundred dollars that is your standard in studios as far as like tracking headphones, and they're really great options to work on for only eighty or ninety bucks or if you look on Craigslist, you know you can find these in the fifty dollar range for lightly used even so I encourage people to invest in their cans if you can't do monitors and you're you know if you're somewhat serious about making music and getting good mixes like like it's very important how you hear your stuff you know so yeah uh-huh. i got I got a um I had this um, choir gig that I got hired for with a little bit of budget, so I used the money to upgrade the cans. Mm. Uh-huh. And um, I like these. I've seen people um I've seen people like say that the high end is a little hype, and that it makes sense to me. Um, I think that so it goes through the the range of them. The seven seventies are closed backed. The uh, 880s are semi-open, and the 990s are open. And I think the 990s sound the best. They're, like, some of the best headphones out there as far as, like, a flat thing, you know? So.
0: Which um which cups do you use? What do you or mean? Do, do, do they come with different, like, the cups? Like, some of the leather, sometimes they've got that soft. No,
1: uh, this is the soft kind of plush. Um, it's almost satiny. Like, it feels yeah. like a... Like the tummy of a teddy bear.
0: <laughs> I bet those feel good. I gotta upgrade. I gotta get on the. Bird anyway.
1: I've used I've used the two eighties a lot that you have um, in previous jobs, and they do kind of squeeze on the head.
0: Yeah, they right? got a heavy. They a little, got a heavy touch. It's a little clamp. Clamp too much pressure on the massage action there. All right, let's listen to some music, right? Let's do it. Yeah, so
1: we're gonna take a listen to a track by reptilian this is the winner of the flip this challenge volume 77 and the sample for that one was uh the silence of the lambs oh yeah yeah uh so this turned out really well um we've been hearing quite a bit from reptilian lately winning ftcs and seeing his name around so um enjoy this track it's called spaced out
0: Pretty cool. Yeah, that came in. That stayed a lot more low key than I expected when it started out. I thought it was yeah. gonna go like full. But it had a lot of energy trip. too.
1: That would be one of my my only criticisms. It could have built bigger. Yeah, there was a lot of kind right. of magnetic potential in that. Uh, in in like the the bongos or tabla yeah. or whatever. I couldn't quite hear. There was like a lot g- g- kind of skittering under the surface. Yeah. So It, it definitely. I like,
0: thought it was gonna lead somewhere big, and it didn't. But But sometimes,
1: depending on the song, there's something certainly to be said for kind of a. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, never really. Subverting that expectation and just
0: sort of keeping things. Yeah. It was nice, though.
1: Yeah, real nice nice group.
2: Yo, if there was a fantasy giraffe for making hip hop producers, I might put him on my squad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I got to check out more of his shit. Yeah, he's on Twitter at Reptilian Beats. Um,. Also, he's user sash seven on making hip hop. So, all right. So, I wanted to bring up another thread and talk about some rapper shit, some flow shit. Uh, user atlas atlas atlas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: question Don't about shrug shrug shrug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> question about singing rapping on the beat it says, I recognize that it matters where you come in on the beat, slightly before, slightly after, or right on top. But does where you end your phrase matter? Should I be trying to end my phrase on a beat or should I just let it go wherever I'm having so much trouble with this aspect? What I took it to matter is like some dudes just write like, like every line has so many syllables, right? right? You know? So like I got to start on the right beat. Does it matter where I end? And, um, I Don't like to me like yeah totally and yeah. as much as where it, as it matters where every single syllable of each word lands in the beat it also <laughs> matters where the phrase ends you know
2: mm-hmm. like right the kind of the issue though with doing that though is you uh if you get you get used to writing in this pattern of flow you kind of might get stuck in that and then never oh, yeah. really let your flow develop
1: past that That's what I'm saying. If you're just starting out, yeah, people are going to do that. But the next step is to like switch it up, you know, you got to have a plan for the line where the lines are going. You know, you can't develop flow if all of your lines end on like, end on four, you know, say for instance. Mm -hmm.
2: No, I think uh, I made the mistake and uh, not just because I made the mistake because I've seen other MCs as well throughout the years or You know, just on the feedback thread is the guys that start by rapping on that snare, learning, you know, they're like, okay, that's how it's, you know, you learn. Uh It sucks because it takes them so much longer to get out of that than if they just follow the natural rhythm of a song and get their flow down. Like, there's plenty of people who, um, when they first start off, they have amazing flow. Like, you can hear the potential. It's just not tight because they don't know bars and so on and so forth. But you can write to bars without having to write on the sixteenth. You know what I mean? If you're going for a comfortable flow, especially if you're going for like writing for a performance type thing. Yeah. Like, you don't want to get stuck on writing on that snare because then you're gonna might squeeze too many words into a thing, or
0: yeah, yeah you're not yeah. gonna wow. have those
2: natural pauses mm-hmm. and things like that.
0: You sort of stop learning, like when you sort of follow these rules you set up about ending on a certain place or ending on a certain snare, you're right. You can, some people like don't realize what goes into making that work. And so they just try and do that yeah. regardless. And so you end up with like stuff you can't say or that doesn't flow well. Like it's uh, too many syllables and um, right. they sort of forget to learn why things work a certain way. They don't build up from the bottom. Right. Yeah. They,
2: they learn The first step and never learns part two.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. When I say like, definitely. Yes. I don't mean yes. in that it should end the same way every time. I mean, yes. Right. in that, like, you should have a way in your mind that the line goes and you should execute that, you know, right. Like yeah. if you do the same line three times in the studio and it comes out a different length each time, like
0: uh, yes. you clearly
1: don't know your, your verse. Right. You right, right. Right. Where some people yeah. just have the words yeah. and they don't ever just have eight syllables written on a page and then whatever happens, happens. Like, I mean, that's certainly yeah. what I'm doing and people get through it, but like, you know, you should have practiced this to right. a point where you know where you're going to land you're and building then you it go up. and yes. you do it, you know, like, so yes, it matters. It, like that's part of writing, like yeah. deciding yeah. where you're going to, how you're gonna phrase your lines is part of writing a verse. It's it's not about writing eight syllables in a row. Yeah. I, but I've then that, the
2: also, that, that also that also goes uh that also goes back to writing to the beat and not writing for the sake of writing and then making it fit a beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause then you get that flow down. You get, you know, you know, even if you're writing to that, you know, constraint of landing on the snares you can at least develop a flow for natural pauses and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Some people do just like have the words and then you'll be like, yeah, you want to try another take of that? And it's like totally different or it's like, oh, you yeah. want to hop in on this fourth line and finish up. And yeah. then it's like, they can't cause there's no set rhythm. There's, they totally yeah. separate. They don't build flow into it at all. So, I mean, uh-huh.
1: Chances are people who do that need to do more punch-ins as well.
0: Yeah.
1: So like you're trying to do punch-ins and it's not even the same yeah. like lines yeah. anymore. It's like yeah. no. come on. I had a session like, like that last has. week. It was it was real tough. Yeah. Like I can't I can't fit that in, you know. Like I'm not a magician. Like, yeah. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so all right, so we're going to listen to Hank Hill by Kanji. He posted this track in the uh, singles thread on making hip-hop this past week.
4: My inner conflict was a winning concept. Villain was a profit, just happened to profit. off and I'm coughing, stuck in my mental coffin. Too much sugar in my coffee, my dentist appointed off. in the tops. I wonder if I'm still sane. Sipping over cane for the brain. Hank Hill propane, I just give it up. These niggas handle bars like a sip of cup. Shoe it up, Kanye handles bars like a fat kid. A black kid stuck in the system. Penetrate your thoughts like prison dust to your rectum. And see, got me thinking. Why am I afraid of dying young? Don't think about it, homie. You just take the smoke into your lungs. Matter of time till I get my teeth on the page God, I watched the way I behave. Wasn't too long ago, they kept us as slaves. But I just. I'm still breathing, though. Still breathing, I'm still breathing, I'm still breathing though. I'm still breathing, I'm still breathing, I'm still breathing. I'm still breathing, I'm still,
2: I'm still breathing yeah, that was dope. That those drums had me feeling very uh ninety nine problems mixed with some that umbrella vibe.
1: I've used that break before and I can't think of what it is, yeah. but it's it's a common one.
2: Alright, yo, so Uh, user uh, made some magic happen. Made a program to organize your drum kits. And he has an advanced version. And then he has a you got knocked the fuck out like Ronda Rousey retard dumped down version. (laughs) Whoa, Whoa. I'm just so hurt she lost, but she deserved it. I'm just salty. I'm salty. Sorry. Fair enough. (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah no this is uh, it's an excellent tool i haven't used it myself personally but there are plenty of happy reviews thus far and it looks to be super helpful so if you want to guinea pig it check it out we will post the link in the description
0: and uh yeah, yeah shout outs that he, man he made that that, he whipped it, that up. it takes
1: your named files and it creates folders like kick snare hi-hat and it kind of auto puts them in And the smart version, you have a lot of control over how that happens. And the dumbed-down version, I think it just looks for common, like, snare, SNR, like those kinds of things. So it does it. Thanks to Adjajajal.
0: Yeah, genius idea on that. So. Yeah. We appreciate it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Straight up. And then finally, uh, Prime Loops has a huge, um, like, 500 megs of free samples that they have. And it's just a transfer link. In the description, the person said, you need a sign-up. But in the comments, someone said you don't. And uh, it was determined that you can just download them without an account. So I'm actually not sure what's in there. I um, I don't have the free space on my laptop to be uh, downloading half a gig of, of samples at this moment. Yeah, however, however free they are. <laughs> but I know some of you <laughs> might. So uh, check that out and enjoy
0: all right. Yeah. Now we can listen to uh, this week's One Kit Challenge winner. It was user Grady K. Here's his track, Ambiance <laughs> or Ambience.
2: That's pretty cool, man.
0: So there's that. Did you participate in this one fifth?
2: No, I did not.
0: I, I was. Uh, if, uh, these kits were better or worse than the ones before?
2: Uh yeah, I don't know, man. I had not even tried. <laughs> I've uh, I've been trying to get back in the booth more, so I've been spending more time freestyling and practicing oh, and that stuff. I see. Yeah, I see. dog. Comeback season. So I was cruising home from work, right? Just another day in paradise minding my own business, when I open up the Making Hip Hop front page and there I see Bala's Office Beats and iPhone mixtape. Now, the crazy thing was iPhone mixtape. I normally just immediately bash anyone that records into their mic on their phone. And I thought that's what that was because I didn't recognize the name. So I put it on, though, because I didn't want to like blast it before I you know knew what it was and it was a treat a delightful treat this shit is hot fire so i want to play for y'all that central spirit track All right. so that shit had me rapping mad bars
0: <laughs> and i'm impressed because i machine uh made by native instruments for iphone kind of sucks yeah it was cool like when it came out and then they did and they ignored it for so long they actually just came out like the day he put this up they came out with a new version which is probably oh, dang. much better but uh i'm impressed he put out a whole tape on it because maybe i just didn't put in the time but when i bought it and i was like oh this is gonna be sick it was nah. uh kind of ass mean for some shit because like all you have to work with there is you can record like with the phone mic but they make it a real pain so he's pretty much limited to either the stock sounds or Mm -hmm. you can import from his like itunes so the fact that he had some like drum breaks to chop up in his itunes uh, right and was able to do it on the phone
2: yeah that was super dope that was that was dope
1: it's boom bap week on the pen and the drum
2: (laughs) oh and also too um he uh, made that over a short time period, and oh, yeah. the uh, entire project though was like fifteen or to seventeen tracks or something. Like that's what I call a beat tape. Like it was legitimate, right. full length. Like it took me the whole ride home to listen to it, which is dope. Versus some of these EPs are like three songs, and I'm like, dog. Put it out when you have more. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, thanks everyone for hanging out. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. I've got a little um, little Black Da Vinci for after to roll out to. Razor oh, bumps eight. Can you believe another Razor bumps is out already? He
0: doesn't stop. It's awesome, <laughs> baby. The rain baby. never ends. Yeah. So
1: once again, everyone, thank you for listening to reliably get this when it comes out every Wednesday morning. Uh, subscribe on iTunes or on whatever your podcast store is on Android. Uh, Pocket Cast or whatever you're using. Um, and you can just search us on there. It's really easy to find, The Pen and the Drum. Um, you can find our website at thepenandthedrum.com. You can follow us on Twitter at tpatd underscore podcast. So um, if you follow us on Twitter, um, we'll definitely follow you back. You can give us an email at thepenandthedrum at com If you have some music that you want to have featured on the show uh, currently we're only featuring making hip-hop people that are on on the subreddit there um but yeah for you making me hip-hop listeners like send us your stuff and uh, if it's tight we'll play it we don't have any reviews on itunes so if anyone wants to like really make our day and make us feel so special just go in there just give us a <laughs> two-star rating tell us how much we suck we get it you know guys. please, but <laughs> please.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway seriously though we do appreciate everyone who listens and people who get back to us we do get feedback from people on the thread and in emails and um and on twitter so we really appreciate it so uh yeah let's do uh plugs and shout outs uh rotating around i'm going to start out this week like i said at the beginning i'm johan sebastian uh producer audio engineer um if you're in the southeastern. Pennsylvania area and you're looking for a recording, I'd love to have you out to my studio, Tribe Sound Records in Westchester. Our, um, I also sometimes mix and track at some rooms in the city as well. If people don't want to travel. So hit me up. I got beats. Um, you can check out my stuff at johansebastian.net. You can follow me on Twitter at JS underscore beats. And my shout out this week is to Aaron Dowd, uh, AKA the podcast dude, I joined this, um, it's like a business network for um, creative entrepreneurs called the Sean West Network, and he is their um, podcast editor there, and um, it was really nice. On Friday, he Skyped with me, and we kind of talked about this podcast and some of my goals, and you know, just gave me some time to talk about shit, so uh, shout out to Aaron Dowd, the podcast, dude. I appreciate it, man. Uh, let's send it on over to Fifth.
2: Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, the one, the only, the incredible, unforgettable, T-H-A-5-T-H-Element. And uh, you can catch me on all the social medias, slash T-H-A-5-T-H-Element. And uh, you can hit me up on SoundCloud at The Fifth Element Official. Um... As far as musical stuff, I've been rapping. I'm looking for beats right now. So if you got them, send them my way, homies. Ooh. Um, yeah. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to come hard with a mixtape. So. And then uh, also, uh, you know, shout out to Hood Row Trillson f- for uh, doing mad work with the uh, Beat Fighter competition. That was super illy. Shout out and to him. Uh, you know, look out for them voting pages and shit.
0: <laughs> All right, as <laughs> for me, uh, it's me Sanders. You know, in case you forgot, uh, you can always find me at beatbreakdown.net. Beatbreakdown on YouTube, uh, search that and search Sanders. I'll pop right up. Got tons of videos for your pleasure, We're up to like thirty-four some episodes. You can put on that playlist. Fall asleep to it. Have sweet dreams of me and my sultry voice. And uh, I've actually got a show coming up this week, doing a beat set uh, here in Austin at Friends of Sound Records on Wednesday the 18th. So it'll be the night this episode drops. So... uh, All
1: you Austin peeps, get out.
0: ASAP. You'll hear this and you'll run. Run to Friends of Sound Records. What do you have better to
1: do on a Wednesday night?
0: Yeah, it's a Wednesday. Nothing's on TV. Just come out. Should be fun. Putting on by uh, the one and only Bobby Banner. Nice. He invited me out. Nice. It's going to be low key. We're just going to be hanging out and drinking beers, playing beats. So it should um, be fun.
1: Is there a feature of the night or who's who
0: showing? I don't believe so. Okay. I don't think so. Everything. I think everyone's just got equal billing. Just kind of a beat vibe. We are all, more. yeah. Nice. It's a beat night. should be good.
2: That's dope. Hey, you should get that on video.
0: I'll try. I might be able to live stream it. We'll see. That'd be super dope. We'll see about that.
1: Oh, uh, Sanders, tell us about uh, your recent religious conversion to Ableton and Push.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, good point for bringing that up. Last week, I got to go to an early sneak preview. Uh, well, not really a sneak preview. It already been released, but a community event where they were showcasing Ableton 9.5, the new free update, and then the Push to their new controller. And uh, I just went because I wanted the fuck around to push 2. it was free they had some giveaways i was hoping for like a copy of ableton but they were just giving away t-shirts and laptop bags <laughs> and uh it was tight they did like some long demos the guy that had doing their demos i think his name's houston which i didn't know was a first name but uh he was a great presenter and um we got some time with the push at the end i was i was waiting for mostly like the slicing and chopping features and there were a couple things i was curious about uh, and he was sort of ticking the boxes Like they reworked their whole sampler. It's crazy. Like now, the simpler instrument, the main sampler inside of Ableton, has like warping built in and it has slicing built in all in one instrument, which is great. Um, And then the thing that I was like, oh shit, uh, which made me buy a push as soon as I got an Amazon Prime, was uh, which may have been a huge overreaction on my part, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) it was still pretty dope. I was playing around. I got my couple minutes at the end when we're all farting around at the table, uh, just jamming on pads and stuff, and everyone was playing with the drum machines, and I was like, one minute, please, and I started, like, browsing through the songs he had in his library, and I was like, I'm gonna chop some things, give me a moment, and so it was silent for a little bit while I'm, like, clicking around not knowing what the fuck I'm doing, and uh, and so I loaded up to chop and it's in slicing mode, and I'm, like, turning on sensitivity and I was like, alright, manual chops, let's see how we do this, and he was like, oh yeah, uh, flick this option on, pad slicing and I was like, oh, okay, and I turned that on, and then this is something I've wanted forever. You can always rig it up with keyboard shortcuts in certain programs and whatnot, but you jam on the first pad, and as it's playing in real time, you're able to jam on any other pad and instantly slice right where the playhead was, right in real time, right when you hit it, and just do that for all 64 slices you can fit on the pushes pads, and that was like, oh shit! And yeah, nice. That's fast. So I was. I've always wanted that. That's been like a day one thing. I was like, why does no one do this? But I've since become acquainted. I don't know if I'm like a full convert, but I'm gonna be using it. I made some things I'm happy with. Um and I don't regret the purchase anymore. It'll be very useful for my beat set. So and uh yeah nice. that was my night with the push two, <laughs> my couple days with the push two. Uh,
1: all right, so thanks again. Does anyone want to kick us out with this uh this da Vinci uh, intro.
2: That's all, fifth. All right, yo, 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 yo. What up, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> to close out the show tonight, we got the one and only, the truest, the realest Black Da Vinci with Razor Bumps, Volume Eight. This shit goes hard, and this track is called Second Motion.
1: Yeah, thanks for hanging, everyone.
0: Peace. It fun. See it
1: si uh.